part eleven of the medicine men of the apache by john gregory bork this librivox recording is in the public domain part eleven chalcahuitl the articles of dress depicted in this paper are believed to represent all those which exclusively belong to the office of the apache dii or itsi natan of late years it cannot be said that every medicine man has all these articles but most of them will be found in the possession of the man in full practice no matter what the medicine man may lack he will if it be possible provide himself with some of the impure malachite known to the whites of the southwest as turquoise in the malachite veins the latter stone is sometimes found and is often of good quality but the difference between the two is apparent upon the slightest examination the color of the malachite is a pea-green that of the turquoise a pale sky-blue the chemical composition of the former is a carbonate of copper mixed with earthy impurities that of the latter a phosphate of alumina colored with the oxide of copper the use of this malachite was widespread under the name of chalchahuitl or chalchahuit it appears with frequency in the old spanish writings as we shall presently see and was in all places and by all tribes possessing it revered in much the same manner as by the apache the apache called it duplish blue or green stone these two colors not being differentiated in their language a small bead of this mineral affixed to a gun or bow made the weapon shoot accurately it had also some relation to the bringing of rain and could be found by the man who would go to the end of a rainbow after a storm and hunt diligently in the damp earth it was the apache medicine man's badge of office his medical diploma so to speak and without it he could not in olden times exercise his medical functions in the curious commerce of the indian tribes some possessed articles of greater worth than those belonging to their neighbors in the southwest the red paint sold by the tribes living in the grand canyon of the colorado was held in higher repute than any other and the green stone to be purchased from the rio grande pueblos always was in great demand as it is to this day Betancourt speaks of the apache between the years sixteen thirty and sixteen eighty coming to the pueblo of pecos to trade for chalchahuitz jean de Lette speaks of petite pierre verde worn in the lower lip by the brazilians among the mexicans the chalchahuitl seems to have been the distinguishing mark or badge of the priesthood duran in speaking of the consecration of a sacrificial stone in mexico by montezuma the elder and his assistant or coadjutor tlacatl says ecaranza a las espaldas unas oyetas i do not know what this word means echas de piedras verdes muy ricas donde significaban que no solamente eran res pero juntamente sacerdotes among the tribes in central america a chalchahuitl was placed in the mouths of the dying to receive their souls que era para que recibiza su anima one of the mexican myths of the birth of quetzalcoatl narrates that his mother chimalma while sweeping found a chalcahuitl swallowed it and became pregnant 
andando veriendo la dicha shimaja alio on chalchiguito que es una pedrezuela verde e que la trajo y de eso de ompreño y que así parió el dicho cuatelzaco the same author tells us that the chahuitl which he calls pedrezuela verde are mentioned in the earliest myths of the mexicans in south america the emerald seems to have taken the place of the chahuitl Balliard makes frequent mention of the use of the emerald by the natives of ecuador and peru a drilled emerald such as the inca wore large emeralds emblematic of their the inca's sovereignty from torquemata we learn that the mexicans adorned their idols with a chacahuitl and also that they buried a chacahuitl with their dead saying that it was the dead man's heart whenever rain comes the indians pima and maricopa resort to these old houses ruins to look for trinkets of shells and a peculiar green stone the idols which the people of yucatan gave to juan de grijalva in fifteen eighteen were covered with these stones cuberta de pedrecisis among the first presents made to cortez in tabasco were unas turquesas de poco valor the fact that the mexicans buried a gem with the bodies of their dead is mentioned by squier but he says it was when the body was cremated the people of cibola are said to have offered in sacrifice to their fountains algunos turquesas que las tienen aunque ruinas turquesas were given to the spaniards under coronado by the people of the pueblo of acoma the mexicans were accustomed to say that at one time all men have been stones and that at last they would all return to stones and acting literally on this conviction they interred with the bones of the dead a small green stone which was called the principle of life the great value set upon the chacahuitl by the aztecs is alluded to by bernal diaz who was with the expedition of grijalva to yucatan before he joined that of cortez to mexico diaz says that montezuma sent to charles v as a present a few chacahuitls of such enormous value that i would not consent to give them to any one save to such a powerful emperor as yours these stones were put in the mouth of the distinguished chiefs who died torquemada repeats the aztec myth already given from mendita he says that in fifteen thirty seven fray antonio de ciudad rodrigo provincial of the franciscans sent friars of his order to various parts of the indian country in fifteen thirty eight he sent them to the north to a country where they heard of a tribe of people wearing clothes and having many turquoises the aztec priesthood adopted green as the sacred color the ceremony of their consecration ended thus puis en l'abbé to envers maximilian prince of vide saw some of the pigans of northwestern montana hang round their necks a green stone often of various shapes he describes it as a compact talc or steatite which is found in the rocky mountains phylacteries 
the term phylactery as herein employed means any piece of buckskin or other material upon which are inscribed certain characters or symbols of a religious or medicine nature which slip or phylactery is to be worn attached to the person seeking to be benefited by it and this phylactery differs from the amulet or talisman in being concealed from the scrutiny of the profane and kept as secret as possible this phylactery itself medicine may be employed to enwrap other medicine and thus augment its own potentiality indians in general object to having their medicine scrutinized and touched in this there is a wide margin of individual opinion but in regard to phylacteries there is none that i have been able to discover and the rule may be given as antagonistic to the display of these sacred relics as my mexican captive interpreter persisted in calling them the first phylactery which it was my good fortune to be allowed to examine was one worn by taozuzi of the Ketsen gens it was tightly rolled in at least half a mile of orange-coloured saddler's silk obtained from some of the cavalry posts after being duly uncovered it was found to be a small piece of buckskin two inches square upon which were drawn red and yellow crooked lines which the apache said represented the red and yellow snake inside were a piece of green chalcohuitl and a small cross of lightning-riven twig pine and two very small perforated shells the cross was called inchijin the black wind a second phylactery which i was also allowed to untie and examine belonged to naacha and consisted of a piece of buckskin of the same size as the other but either on account of age or for some other reason no characters could be discerned upon it it however enwrapped a tiny bag of hodenthin which in its turn held a small but very clear crystal of quartz and four feathers of eagle down naacha took care to explain very earnestly that this phylactery contained not merely the medicine or power of the crystal the hodenton and the itzuchu or eagle but also of the shojuji or black bear the shows leke or white bear the shows lezoge or yellow bear and the klige lezoge or yellow snake though just in what manner he could not explain it would take up too much time and space to describe the manner in which it was necessary for me to proceed in order to obtain merely a glimpse of these and other phylacteries all of the same general type how i had to make it evident that i was myself possessed of great medicine power and able to give presents of great medicine value as was the case i had obtained from cliff dwellings sacred caves and other places beads of talc of chalchahuitl and of shell pieces of crystal and other things sacred in the eyes of the apache and these i was compelled to barter for the information here given the medicine shirts of the apaches several of which are here represented do not require an extended description the symbolism is different for each one but may be generalized as typical of the sun moon stars rainbow lightning snake clouds rain hail tarantula centipede snake and some one or more of the khan or gods 
the medicine sashes follow closely in pattern the medicine shirts being smaller in size only but with the same symbolic decoration similar ornamentation will be found among the amulets dizzy, made of lightning-struck pine or other wood all of these are warranted among other virtues to screen the wearer from the arrows lances or bullets of the enemy in this they strongly resemble the salves and other means by which people in europe sought to obtain magical impenetrability the last writer to give receipts for making such salves etc that i can recall was etmüller who wrote in the early years of the seventeenth century such as the reader can imagine the medicine man to be from this description of his paraphernalia such he has been since the white man first landed in america never desirous of winning proselytes to his own ideas he has held on to those ideas with a tenacity never suspected until purposely investigated the first of the spanish writers seems to have employed the native terms for the medicine men and we come across them as times or zemes boiti pachuaki and others but soon they were recognized as the emissaries of satan and the preachers of witchcraft and henceforth they appear in the documents as hechicheros and brujos almost exclusively note here follows a long spanish sentence and note pimental seems to have derived his information from cordero a spanish officer who had served against the apache at various times between seventeen seventy and seventeen ninety five and seemed to understand them well there was no class of persons who so widely and deeply influenced the culture and shaped the destiny of the indian tribes as their priests in attempting to gain a true conception of the race's capacities and history there is no one element of their social life which demands closer attention than the power of these teachers however much we may deplore the use they made of their skill we must estimate it fairly and grant it its due weight in measuring the influence of the religious sentiment on the history of man like old men of the sea they have clung to the neck of their nations throttling all attempts at progress binding them to the thraldom of superstition and profligacy dragging them down to wretchedness and death christianity and civilization meet in them their most determined most implacable foes in spite of all the zeal and vigilance of the spanish friars supported by military power the indians of bogota clung to their idolatry padre simon cites several instances and says tersely de manera que no lo hay del indio que parece más cristiano y ladino de que no tengo idolos a quien adore como nos lo dice cada día la experiencia so that there is no indian no matter how well educated he may appear in our language and the christian doctrine who has not idols which he adores as experience teaches us every day the indian doctor relied far more on magic than on natural remedies dreams beating of the drum songs magic feasts and dances and howling to frighten the female demon from the patient were his ordinary methods of cure 
in a very rare work by padre jose de ariaga published in lima sixteen twenty one it is shown that the indians among whom the priest was sent on a special tour of investigation were still practising their old idolatrous rites in secret this work may be found quoted in montesinos memoir sur l'ancien pirot in terno compagne voyage volume seventeen the title of ariaga's work is extirpation de la idolatria de los indios del peru ariaga also states that the functions of the priesthood were exercised by both sexes it will only be after we have thoroughly routed the medicine men from their entrenchments and made them an object of ridicule that we can hope to bend and train the mind of our indian wards in the direction of civilization in my own opinion the reduction of the medicine men will effect more for the savages than the giving of land in severality or instruction in the schools at carlisle and hampton rather the latter should be conducted with this great object mainly in view to let pupils insensibly absorb such knowledge as may soonest and most completely convince them of the impotency of the charlatans who hold the tribes in bondage teach the scholars at carlisle and hampton some of the wonders of electricity magnetism chemistry the spectroscope magic lantern ventriloquism music and then when they return to their own people each will despise the fraud and the medicine men and be a focus of growing antagonism to their pretensions teach them to love their own people and not to despise them but impress upon each one that he is to return as a missionary of civilization let them see that the world is free to the civilized that law is liberty end of part eleven end of the medicine men of the apache by john gregory bork